views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, welcome to the show. I wanted to say to everybody before we even get started, there are some energies that are happening. Um, I don't, I, I'm not the expert in this, but that's why uh, Marge is joining me here today. Um, you know, for one of the things is that Marge Potasic is joining me here today. One of the things I want to say to all of you out there is I know you feel it. I know you feel it. Today, salvation, the key to navigating the waters of chaos. Now, let me tell you about my friend and colleague, Marge, uh, fantastic joining me here today. Knowledge Book, Knowledge Book Radio today. She is the host of Knowledge Book Radio, my co-host today. We are in a period for and in transition to the golden age. That's where we are. But what is it about this? Today is time to come, come, come to learn. Learn about cosmic technology, unknown science, learn. This is the time. You're going to hear March talk about, share with us, share with us information from the knowledge book. But unlike probably any other show we've done, we're asking you to bring your questions forward. Bring them forward. It's a lot going on in the world. Bring them forward. Um, our our call-in number is 1-800-930-2819. But I know that there are so many of you, thousands, that listen on your phone. And you can also go to Transformation Talk Radio, the webpage, and look at how you can ask your question. We are opening it up to bring this energy forward. Marge, thank you for joining me here today. This is, you and I before the break, we're talking about energies and the word chaos is, I think, an understatement. And I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Ah, okay. So we'll be talking, well, number one, thank you for having me. Thank you for giving us this opportunity for being here. And I enjoyed the last show and certainly planning to enjoy this one. Uh Okay, so chaos. What is chaos? Chaos is a state wherein perfection is achieved. 
Um, confusion is a state from which clarity is achieved. And it is going through chaos, through not knowing, through confusion, to trying to figure out what is going on, why is it going on, that we, experience by experience, are able to evolve, to grow in consciousness, evolution, and being able to understand what the totality that's going on right now. So chaos is the means, and every experience we go through is our stepping stone into greater power, into greater consciousness, into higher evolution level. In terms of chaos itself, if we look at what's going on around us, we see all kinds of negativities. We see war, we see bloodshed, we see people hating each other. And that becomes for us a deterrent lesson, meaning should we be in the condition of those people who are currently in those negative situations, then this is the result that will come from being in that kind of a state. So for us, by looking at it from the sidelines, in a sense, a lot of the times, mm -hmm. we're able to see what not to do to make sure that we don't wind up in the same state that the individuals who are in that negativity of war um, are in. So we're, we're, we've got a smorgasbord of mm -hmm. negativities, and then when we look at it, we realize what's happening, then we ourselves can know, no, that's not a good way to go. I don't want to be in that state, therefore I will do things differently. And this is where salvation comes into play. And this yeah. is where the knowledge book comes into play, because it is a means and a path to get that achieved for us. Um, so what is salvation? Salvation is in essence, a permission, a permission to step off the dimension that we're in right now, which is transition to the golden age, which is transition between the religious and the universal dimension and to wind up in being in advanced dimensions. It also means integrating your spiritual totality with yourself at the point where your evolution level is at the same level as your spiritual totality, which has always been perfect. It also can mean infinite patience, infinite tolerance, infinite love, because that is the state we are in when our evolution level is at our spiritual totality. And this is where the ego, which is absolutely necessary in the world dimension to survive for survival and for getting us food and shelter and everything else that we need, eventually disappears. And this is where fear, which is critical in us to be able to protect ourselves in the world dimension, also disappears. So it is place of faith, trust, it is a place of truth, and it is stepping on the knowledge steps, stepping on the path that actually leads us through the programs that are been designed to allow us to evolve and grow to achieve salvation. Mm. It, you know, I think that when I ask the question about chaos, um, there are many people that look at the word chaos and look at salvation and have a sense of what it is and what it's not. But most of the time, we don't know. We have misunderstanding. And I think that really is what leads to, you know, the question I want to ask you 
about salvation. We've heard it used over and over and over and over again. I think we think we know what it is, but I don't think we have a clue about what it's not. And I would love to have, um, I'd love for you to share that, you know, from the perspective of the knowledge book. Okay. Yeah. So salvation in itself depends on the medium where it is used. Okay. At the time of the religious dimensions, salvation meant something different. Salvation meant that some teacher like Christ or someone of our, outside of ourselves basically taught us how to live. And they, we depended on them completely to be able to achieve the intercession, right? From Jesus Christ's intercession. Right now, since we have incorporated and those who have incorporated all the knowledge and all the energies and frequencies that were provided by the religions of the Far East, by the Kabbalah, by the Quran, by the New Testament, all of this have been those individuals who have fully integrated with those teachings. Then they step onto the knowledge book and then salvation has a different definition because everything is given to humans at their consciousness level. So we are given words, we are given definitions, we are given concepts, we are given guidelines and rules, and that allows us to fulfill whatever we need to fulfill at that time frame, and then fully incorporating all those teachings and following that path, we wind up at a different consciousness level, different evolution level. So over time, we've been going through different teachings and definitions of words have changed over time. Um, so this is where salvation in, in the knowledge book sense is our being able to fully integrate with our own power. And this is our being able to be the boss of ourselves. Um, where before we had an outside teacher that needed to tell us what to do, right now it is the knowledge book and our essence and our conscience that tells us what to do. Okay, so mm -hmm. salvation in a sense is our coming back to and becoming the initial spark of energy that is a part of the totality of God that we have been created as. And we've been going over throughout billions of centuries is that macro, um, not macro, that um, crude matter form that encapsulates the essence of God has been accustomed to higher mm -hmm. and higher energies and frequencies. Our, the bodies have been able to resonate and be able to handle higher and higher energies and frequencies and therefore eventually get to the point where our bodies will be at the same level as that initial spark got, that was a part of God, okay, and it still is a part of God. So mm -hmm. this is, has been our path. So this is what salvation actually is, to get to the point where that internal essence, that internal light that we have actually equals the vibration and the frequency of the external crude matter form through which we grow and evolve. Yeah. You know, what I love about what you just shared here, Marge, is that evolution and, and evolution in the context of consciousness is I was talking with someone the other day and they asked me this question. And I'd love to contemplate this and talk about this when we come back. 
And the question was really, I, I loved it. And I, I got to tell you, I went home and I slept and it wouldn't let go of me. It was this. It was how can we evolve consciousness given what's happening in the world and right here in our own backyard? Or is it because of that that's going on, those energies, that consciousness will evolve? Oh, boy. Let's take a short break when we come back. Marge Potasic joining me here today. Salvation, the key to navigating the waters of chaos. What about these stronger energies coming to the world? What about them? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. been reading books of old the legends and the myths achilles and his gold achilles and his gifts spider-man's control is traditional medicine not working for you do you still feel as if your health isn't 100 percent here at the Holistic Medical Center, Dr. Nushin Darvish and the qualified staff look through the dimensions of wellness and start a healing plan prioritized to your needs. Our physicians assess the whole you until complete health is achieved. Get the help you need by visiting drdarvish.com or call 425-451-0404. Tune in to the hit show, Mouthing Off with Chef Rossi. Chef Rossi mouths off about different subjects in pursuit of breaking down walls and opening up your minds. She and Dr. Pat banter back and forth, taking from the headlines of the day on subjects that reach beyond what goes on in the world into your hearts. And go to theragingskillet.com to find out more and let Chef Rossi know what's on your mind. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information. What is a brilliant culture? And how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you design a culture that is authentic, innovative, and successful. Learn how to create change with Cultural Brilliance Radio, the DNA of organizational excellence and Claudette Rowley. To learn more or work with Claudette, Visit ClaudetteRowley.com. Awareness is universal. Establishing a living awareness through meditation brings peaceful, healthy, and creative well-being into your everyday life. The practice of living awareness, Spirit Fire's own meditation practice, is built on this belief and is designed for every level of practitioner. Each year, Spirit Fire hosts living awareness meditation retreats that allow you to explore the practice in depth at our retreat center in beautiful Western Massachusetts. Introduce yourself to meditation and the practice at the Foundations Retreat. Attend, in silence, a silent meditation retreat focused on mindfulness, presence, and nature. Or be engaged with the meditation sittings themselves at the Deepening Retreat. Start adding to your awareness and attend a meditation retreat designed to cultivate consciousness in your everyday life. 
For details on attending a Living Awareness Meditation Retreat, visit upcoming events at www.spiritfire.com. Yeah, I mean, I I have to tell you, you know, um, you know, doing these shows with March, I I look at what we're going to talk about. I get excited about it. I look at what's in the knowledge book, and then I wake up in the morning and I start my day, and I think to myself, what can we do to share this information with the world? Why? Why do I think that? Because in a conversation with Marge, just like today, what happens is I feel better. Why do I feel better at the end of a show that's called, if those of you just tuned in and you missed it, Salvation, the Key to Navigating the Waters of Chaos. Why? Because amongst us, out in the world and inside ourselves, we are searching for an, an answer and awareness. And that's what Marge and the Knowledge Book bring forward. Now, before we get back to that interesting question, here's what we have. A free, we have a great gift for all of you. Three chapters from the Knowledge Book will be mailed for you to experience um, the light photon cyclone technique. So all we need to do is just get an email and send your, your mailing address, and I'm going to give it out. And also, by the way, we're going to post this on social media after the show. We're going to spread the word out. All you need to do is just send the information to Amazon Marge, Amazon Marge, J, uh, as in Joy, P, as in Pat, 99, at gmail.com, and you will get the chapters. And we're going to talk a little bit about what these chapters are and why they're important. Um, Marge, um, the best way for people to find out more about the knowledge book is www.usa.theknowledgebook.net. And for those of you that want to just click on the image, go to the Dr. Pat Show or Transformation Talk Radio, and you will get there. Um, Wow, we have a lot to talk about. We may actually skip a break or two here. Um, you know, Marge, I asked a question before the break that came from a listener, and I think it really does have to do with these energies. So perhaps you could talk about what people are feeling, because I think that question kind of summed it up, right? Yes, and and we're getting and uh, now and have been getting over, you know, thousands of years, energies given to our planet okay at the beginning up until the from the time of the sacred books until now until the year 2000 alpha energies were being given now these are energies of love um and this is where the religious training came into play and that's the alpha frequencies then came and are still coming the beta energies which are um, logic, intellect. So we're in alpha. You love, you give, you serve. Um, everything is being given because love is a vibration and not a feeling. And 
it is characterized by someone giving something from the essence, expecting nothing in return. So that's the epitome of godly love and true love, okay? Now in beta, the intellect takes over. This is where the brain comes in. And this is where I always keep thinking of Dr. Spock. Yeah. Meaning it's got to be logical. Um, you caused your own problem, fix it yourself. Help is not needed here. Only the intellect and logic rules. And now we're in the gamma dimension. We're in the gamma energies. And these are energies that basically select. And they're also waves of evolution. So in the gamma dimension, what they're looking for is those individuals, those people who have been able to integrate the alpha, which is the essence heart, with beta, which is the intellect and logic. So they've been able to integrate the essence heart with the intellect. And at every point and every step, they are connected to the beta line, no longer the love line, but the beta line. And they know at every step of the way, basically what to do in that particular circumstance. Why is it that sometimes you do give alms or you do give some help to some people, but you don't give help to other people? Because in a sense, if you are doing everything for everyone all the time, in effect, you're stopping their evolution. If you are always a mother who is feeding the child and you're always a mother that holds that child's hand, then you are stopping that child from being able to how to learn how to feed themselves, from being able to run around and play and explore and find things that they can't find when they're, you know, they're holding their mother's hand. So this is where you know at each point in time whether to help or not to help. Love doesn't disappear. It is always there. It's a base. However, it is the intellect and the logic, especially at this age in the 21st century, that becomes the ruler. Because as you may know, there are a lot of influences that are coming into this planet right now. Yeah. There are influences, um, all kinds of crazy stuff is being done and, and, um, because of these influences. And these are tests. Are we going to get our logic and intellect involved? So let's say, oh, that person has a beautiful you know, ring. I'm going to take it. So that's an influence. All of a sudden, someone or something has given us the influence to basically take something from someone else. In which case, the intellect then would come in and say, well, that's not really logical. I may have this for a little bit, then I'm going to get arrested. I'm going to go to jail. I'm not <laughs> going to do that. <laughs> or you may have given this person, lent this person money over time, right? You've given $10, $5, $50, $70. And in the end, you know, you say, no, no more help for you because you need to learn how to fend for yourself to be able to earn your $50, $20, $70, whatever it is that you need. But in each step of the game, it is the intellect and the logic at this point that um, controls and decides what is to be done and when. Now, there are also, besides these, there are cosmic energies being given. Not all of them we know. They're coming to us as a mass, and they're the ones that help us. And there are also other energies, and they're called control waves or evolution waves. Now, these, you were talking about that question about how does consciousness get built yeah. It is exactly these control and evolution waves that allow us to build consciousness. So 
there are certain steps that we need to go over Mm -hmm. and we need to jump from step to step to be able to arrive at the dimension that's called or the, the state that's called the genuine human, okay? And in there, are, there are 18 of them. And basically the first six carry alpha wave energies. And this is where the religious suggestions have come into play. This is where the teachings that came in, whether it's whatever teaching you have come from, um, you go through tests of arrogance and pride, vindictiveness. Then comes tests of possessions, property, and matter. Then comes tests of true love, love and friendship. Then comes humanity, self-sacrifice and tolerance. Then getting rid of ourselves, meaning getting rid of the ego, and eventually getting to the point where we understand and absorb, have absorbed all the alpha energies that are necessary, and we get to the point that we can unify, that we can unify with these energies and we can unify with others because we understand that they are like ourselves, okay? So this is where consciousness gets built up. We go from the world dimension, which is me, 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 I, I, I. I am number one. I will take everything from you to succeed, to be able to feed myself and my family. You get to the point where you see others as yourself, not as enemies, but as, as a way of cooperation to get achieve an end. And each step of this path, basically, we go through experiences, we go through these chaos. We go through this place where we go through an experience that we get stolen from or we steal from others or we lie or we cheat or whatever it is that we do. And then that comes back to us and we learn from it. So we arrive at the consciousness, hmm, stealing's not so good. Yeah. <laughs> it, only, it only hurts me in the end. So you arrive at a different level of understanding, different level of knowledge, different level of consciousness. So that's the first step going from the world to the alpha, which is the religious dimension. Then the next six, this is where at the end of going through this alpha dimension energies and alpha dimension evolution, you are then open because you're relaxed, you're happy. If you remember religious states, you're happy, you're relaxed, um, everything is great, you feel wonderful. And that's when we're able to absorb cosmic energies, okay? And that's the first step of the next six, which carry beta energies. Mm. So gaining cosmic consciousness, unifying with universal consciousness, being chosen to perform special missions, like holding radio shows, like telling people about certain things, about joining the knowledge book, finding out about the knowledge book. And then getting energies absorbed into your body directly, indirectly, and in sleep. So this is a special procedure. Then comes the place where you need to overcome your fears because fears, as you know, stops you in your tracks. You will oh, not be boy. able to move. Oh, boy. Right? You, yeah. You're in fear. You're frozen. You cannot move. You're physically frozen. And at the same time, your ability to absorb any kind of energy, any kind of anything stops. And then comes path of genuine mission. This is where the mm -hmm. knowledge book comes in. And this is where you get to know about the knowledge book. And this is where you maybe start reading, maybe get the three chapters, maybe start writing, whatever it is. So those carry better wave energies. And mm -hmm. that, again, builds a different kind of consciousness. You arrive, 
you arrive at the point of universal consciousness here and cosmic consciousness here. Then comes the transition. Okay, you've got the alpha, you've got the beta, and now comes the next six. And the next six is you are given a genuine mission, okay? And in this mission, you are able to receive and gain a different kind of consciousness, a cognizance, and a different awareness when you're performing this mission. Then you get to the step of logic and accountability, okay? Then you build your willpower, your ability to decide what it is that you're going to be doing and actually doing it and taking responsibility for your actions. Then comes allegiance consciousness, then comes universal totality while you're doing this mission, and eventually you get the humane qualities that are needed while doing this mission. So the humane qualities are basically love, tolerance, patience, acceptance, all the good stuff that we've been talking about and have been talked about too, all doing this all time. And when we've accomplished and gotten over all these steps, all these thresholds, we arrive at the Omega Gate, and that Omega Gate is the one that opens up to the other dimensions that we're not allowed to in right now. And this is where our initial spark of God that we have and our the case in which that spark is carried become equal, and our evolution at that point becomes equal to that spot of, spot of God, and that is salvation. So step by step, bit by bit, is going through these experiences. Every experience, the harder the experience the more power it gives you. Mm. And you can, you know, you can go back to your own life, basically. Yeah, yeah. Anytime something was tough, anytime something was difficult to do and you couldn't quite know how to approach it or where to approach it or what to do or how to do it, when you finally solved it, you were in a different place, completely different place. And again, that's different consciousness, but, you know, in a, more nitty-gritty example, let's say. But we're talking about universal consciousness and being able to recognize everything that is and love everything that is because it is. Mm. It's like I heard a saying long time ago, you love somebody for what they are and for what they are not. Yeah. Yeah, we do, don't we? I mean, I love something you said, and I want to get back to it if we could. Um you know, you said something about our life experiences and the way you said it, I don't know if our listeners heard it the way I heard it, but I heard it in a way that said, wait a minute, my life experiences, although I might have thought that they were random at some point in time, what if they weren't? What if the life experiences that have been presented to me and anyone really were all absolutely required for something uh, greater. And I wanted to get your take on that. I mean, you know, there are a lot of us that think, well, wait a minute, you know, our life path is set out. There's nothing you can do about it. Although that's, I'm not one of those people. But I look back at my life now and I know pretty much that everything that's happened in my life, my mom's suicide, being homeless, all of that helped me to be the person that I'm being called to be today. And I would love to talk with you about that because sometimes we look back at our past and that looks like chaos. Yeah. yeah. And, and you've, you've hit the nail on the head because before 
we come to this world, we know what it is that we need to accomplish and we choose based on our previous evolution level exactly what it is that we need to do and to be in in this incarnation. So we come with a plan. It's called a plan of destiny for ourselves. And that means we choose the family, we choose the environment, we choose the activities, we choose what happens to us, how it happens to us. Most of us don't like it (laughs) because it is a tough path, but at the same time, exactly like you. Um, My own experience, I was taught altruism, I was taught caring for others before myself and serving others before I do anything for myself, um, I resented it. Mm. I resented it very, very much. Why is everybody better than me? Why is everybody um, have it easier than me? Why am I the only one that stays behind and cleans the house and takes care of the baby when everybody else is having fun? And then eventually, 60 years into it, I finally realized and I finally hit me, wow, they were teaching me exactly what I needed to learn. Mm -hmm. They taught me to take care of others, to think of others before I think of myself. And that's exactly where you need to be to be able to accomplish a consciousness level to let you go into a mission and continue on that mission. Now, the other thing is, each one of us, before we came, and Mrs. Chirac, in the last conference we gave, we had with her in Turkey uh, at the beginning of June, and during the contacts meeting that we had at the beginning of June, she said that, ask yourself who you are. Mm. ask yourself really where did you come from why are you here what is your purpose for being here don't look at anybody outside of yourself oh he's doing this she's doing that the other one's here the other one's there this is here this is there look at yourself why did you come to this planet and eventually, by answering our own questions in this way, we can doing the research, doing the quest, doing the search for the truth and for the answers, we arrive at a place that we need to be able to evolve and grow and attain consciousness. So each one of us, by being here, actually does have a mission. We are not, you know, puny beings. We are not those who have no power. That's one of the reasons why the knowledge book is here is for us to be able to return back to the power that we had in a safe and controlled way so that we then can use this power in a safe and controlled way. We have the capacity to destroy the universe. However, we need to be in a place where we can control ourselves through logic, through intellect, and do what is good for everything and not destroy everything. So when something bad happens to you, what happens? You want to get out of it. I don't like this. I don't feel good. I feel pressure. I got to get out of this situation. How do I get out of this situation? So you start searching. You start looking for things. You're going to teachers. You start listening to the radio. You start looking at TV, trying to find answers, trying to find things. The chaos is happening to you. You lose your job. You lose your parents. You lose this. You lose that. Why me? Then you start searching. And that 
chaos, that unpleasant experience is your push. It is your projection, uh, not projection, it becomes your impetus to change the situation and therefore to evolve and to grow. And that, what looks like negative, is actually a very positive thing for you because you arrive at a completely different understanding of where you are and what you are and what you can be and are. So this is where the negativity actually produces positive, always produces positive. When we're happy, we got enough money, we got enough food, we've got a beautiful house, we got wonderful kids, everything, or don't have kids if you don't want any. Bottom line is you're happy. Are you going to change? No. No. It no. is only when you're unhappy, it's only when chaos is happening, that that becomes your impetus, your push to change things, and that helps you to evolve and grow. Yeah. So here's the thing that I, I would love to, to, to really chat and follow up with about this. Um, you know, I wish I could say that I'm one of these people that looks at my life, and I don't think I'm alone, Marge that looks at my life and says, yeah, I'm really happy now. Um, I want to get better at being happy. I want to do more like more happy. Um, And no, you know, I reflect on a time, for example, that why did I decide to practice more uh, to be a better table tennis player? Why did I decide to do that? Was it because I really loved playing? I was really good, by the way, right up there, number one in New Jersey? No. It was losing a match that nobody on the planet expected me to lose that was totally an annihilation of what I consider to be my pride and ego at the time. And that's what got me to practice. So in another way of saying it, is pain the great motivator here? Yes. (laughs) Yes. The other thing is, with the knowledge book, because Mm -hmm. the knowledge book contains all those energies, the cosmic energies, the alpha, the beta, the gamma, and energies that we don't even know about, um, it makes our Mm -hmm. evolution quicker, simpler, and easier. Because our being able to absorb these cosmic energies is our being able to more quickly evolve and grow in consciousness and getting close to the point where every dimension will be welcoming us and we could go anywhere we wish in this universe. So, um, now I lost my train of thought. Well, Oh, actually the knowledge book is the high help and the guide because through the programs that have been established, through the programs that are being given to us at every consciousness level that we are in or at, it helps us to evolve and to grow. And the energies and frequencies that are given by the knowledge book allows us, before it allowed us to accomplish a thousand years of evolution in a year. Mm. Then it allowed us to go through a thousand years of evolution in a month. Then in a day, now we need to accomplish a thousand years of evolution at every second. So it is the energies and frequencies that our body is able to absorb that evolve us. And that's why the reincarnation program was put into effect because 
you're normally, if we had received all the cosmic energies that are being given to us in 52 years of living on our planet, then we would have accomplished whatever we needed to accomplish. We would have evolved. However, mm-hmm. none of us were in a state to absorb all those energies and frequencies because we have our own particular heart, excuse me, shell around us. And the cosmic energies bounce off that shell like rain off a tin roof or rain off a, you know, duck's Mm -hmm. (laughs) feathers. Yeah. So it bounces off. And this is where the alpha energies came in to soften us up, to open that shell up and allow the cosmic energies to come through and be able to evolve us. So this is where the knowledge book comes in. And the knowledge book, as we're reading it, it reads us. It is able to see by our reaction to what is being read, what evolution level we're on, what consciousness level we're at, what experiences we still need, what karma deficiency we still have. And it provides those experiences, gives us those energies that we are able to tolerate and know more. And step by step through the programs, through the reading, through everything, it allows us to very safely and happily go well maybe not happily in the sense (laughs) that good result is coming through the experience itself might always be happy but um the good results comes through in the end so anything that i've seen so far it works it works beautifully and people change unbelievably people change those people who were angry those people who still had lots of lessons to learn who had personality problems um like anger like jealousy like like all kinds of um things that covetousness, all those little um, things that we want to get rid of. Mm-hmm. And eventually over time, they've become accepting and loving and happy. And there's a different light shining out of them. There's a different, different eyes looking at you when you look at a person or around a person who has been with the knowledge book for a while. It's amazing. So, um, and the energies that are coming in, number one, evolve us. They, through the work in the knowledge book, it removes the negativities. It helps us to accelerate our evolution and our bodies get stronger. So sometimes when the energies are coming in, you may feel maybe it looks, feels like some, you know, um, a, a pin or a nail is coming into your brain. Sometimes a separate, you know, a certain part of our body may hurt. Sometimes you may feel faint. Sometimes you may feel nausea. Um, but It all is here, and it all is being done. Nothing is given to us more than we can tolerate. So even though it may be a short pain for a time being, once that pain is allowing our body to be regenerated into a much stronger body, and our body becomes then more able to absorb greater and greater, more powerful energies, um, and therefore, we're able to evolve and grow and get closer to this omega dimension, which is the salvation dimension. Okay. I want to take a short break. And when we come back, I have another question that's come in from one of our listeners. Um, but there's a really burning question for all of us, I think. Sometimes it's hard to ask the question, what part am I to play? Is this just energies and they're going to happen and it's going to be what it's going to be? What is our role? What is our responsibility? And how can I enact it and still 
keep my sanity. We're going to take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back. What is a brilliant culture and how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you design a culture that is authentic, innovative, and successful. Learn how to create change with Cultural Brilliance Radio, the DNA of organizational excellence and Claudette Rowley. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit ClaudetteRowley.com. You, yes you, can be the highest version of yourself. Wellness coach and natural beauty expert Dr. Agnes Frankel is on a mission to help you play the game of your life. Win in vibrancy, health, and beauty. Because you deserve it. Dr. Agnes goes beyond the limits in her personal coaching sessions to revolutionize health and wellness. Now is the time to unleash your true power. For more information, visit dragnesfrankel.com. Are you looking for the perfect setting for your next workshop or retreat? At Spirit Fire Meditative Retreat Center, cultivating consciousness is what we do best. Our guests count on us to create an atmosphere that supports serenity and well-being. We lead from the heart and create space for the mind. Freshly prepared meals designed with local and organic ingredients, 95 acres of beautiful woods and pastures, and a facility built with green in mind. This is what you'll find at Spirit Fire. For more information, visit spiritfireretreatcenter.com. Do you want to heal your body and mind? Your body has a lot to tell you if you just learn to listen to your intuition. Audrey Michelle, host of Rewired Life Radio, can help you peel away the layers that are holding you back from living your best life. Tune in to Rewired Life Radio. Learn to love, heal, celebrate on Transformation Talk Radio every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. Connect with Audrey at AudreyMichelle.com. Chris Stainis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. Be you plus live your purpose equals joy. That's the motto of Unstuck Joy with Vicki Todd. Vicki believes you were born with gifts that are meant to make the world brighter. Each show will feature an art visioning journal prompt to help you create your way to soul clarity. If you're ready to get unstuck and create more joy, this show is for you. Tune in every month on Transformation Talk Radio. For more information, visit VickiWorldArt.com. I'm alone, but I know everything you feel. Hey, everybody, welcome back. It is so great to have you. Wow. I just, I can't say enough about you as a listening audience. You know, someone asked me the other day, like, 
dude, how long you been doing this? And I think it's something like 14 years and it feels like yesterday. Every mm-hmm. conversation, especially this one with Marge, um, you know, Marge Batasic, especially this one is why I love showing up. Marge, this is so amazing. I know for me, I'm going to be thinking about this really long after you and I are done. And I'm going to have to go back and listen to it again. Before we go to the question about our role and responsibility, please tell folks how they can find out more, how they can find out introductory conferences, all of the above. Okay. Um, Well, number one, our website, www.usa.theknowledgebook.net. Um, contact information is on the website. In terms of introductory conferences, you get a group together. Um, invite your friends, two, three, four, however many friends you get. Um, we travel, so we'll come to you. And we'll be able to talk about the knowledge book and, and explain to you what, this, what the studies are, what the programs are, where we are in more depth, and answer any questions you may have. So please call. We'd love to come and visit your town, your city. The more people there are, the better it is. Um, the other one is those three chapters and, of course, the website. And that gives you more information. Any questions, please call. There is no such thing as an insignificant question. It is the question, it is our curiosity that actually drives us, that takes us to the place where we need to be to get exactly that knowledge that we need, the energies that we need at that particular point in time to get us to the next step and get us to the next step and get us to the next step. So please, door is open, telephone is open. We'll be happy to talk to you. Um, So again, welcome. Please call or contact. Yeah. Wow. I love it. I love it. Okay. Sometimes, you know what? We think it's not our problem, Marge. Not our problem. This whole deal, the chaos, the world, not our problem. But you know what? I had a mentor, a spiritual mentor. She's now moved on that said, Pat, every time that you want to come to me and talk to me about a problem, I want you to ask yourself the question, what part of that are you? I could not stand that question. Mm -hmm. I want to ask you the I could not march. (laughs) I'm a girl from the Bronx. Can you imagine somebody saying that to me? Um, But I realized that I am part of it. I am part of it. What role are we to play, Marge? What is it that we can do? Okay. We and I have no control over anyone, right? We can only change or attempt to change ourselves. So this is where the knowledge book comes in. The knowledge book gives us the path, the knowledge, the energies that we need to be able to evolve and grow and be genuine humans. Humans who accept, who tolerate, who are patient, who are kind, who are loving, and not those who kill, who steal, and all the negativities we're seeing in the world today. So what part do we have in it? We need to remember who we are. Number one, we are not here by accident. And most of us would be surprised and are surprised when we learn that we volunteer to be here. Most of us are those individuals, because I think most of us are most those individuals who have already finished our evolution. We've done that. However, now we need to go 
and basically pass a test. Okay, what have you learned in the last billion centuries? What have you accomplished in the last billion centuries? This is our test. This is our graduation. This is our being able to show that we can go through and incorporate all our previous incarnations into one, which is now, and be able to get to the back to the step that we were. Mm-hmm. So what is our what is our job? Our job is to take care of ourselves. And taking care of ourselves means taking care of others. And in the sense that as we are reading and following the programs of the knowledge book, as we are reading, as we are writing, as we are you know giving out mission day fascicles, as we are meeting together as a group, um, we are absorbing those energies and frequencies that we can absorb at that particular point in time. When we come to when people come to a focal point on a Saturday, they come in and absorb the energies and frequencies that are given by that chapter on that particular day, and they then those energies and those frequencies are incorporated into their bodies, and there's a different kind of reflection that goes on. Number one, the reflection of those energies and frequencies through our brains, and when those energies and frequencies are incorporated into our cells, everywhere we go. We reflect those energies and our cells give those energies to others. When we talk to other people, whether we're talking about the moon, talking about the negativity, talking about the knowledge book, or we are always giving out energies and frequencies to others and therefore allowing those people to gain more energy and frequency and knowledge and therefore progress on their path. And this is done in a sense unconsciously because we're not there walking around oh, I need to project this energy to this person right now. I need to project this energy to the... We don't do that. We basically do our daily tasks. Where do we meet people? You go to the store, you take care of your car, you go shopping, you go shopping for clothes, you go family um, events with your family, you go to dinners, you go out, and you meet people. So this is something that is not done outside of your life. This is something that fits hand in glove in your life. So wherever you go, you will meet people. And when you meet people, sometimes you will talk about the knowledge book, sometimes you won't. But the opportunity is there, at least by your very presence, to be able to affect the people around you. And when you're at the state called the genuine human, then wherever you go, you are a walking knowledge book and you are able to give and to help the surroundings by being that knowledge book. It takes time um, and it takes effort on our part. And the hardest thing to do is basically to take control of ourselves (laughs) and to leave the dimension we're currently in. So, um, yeah, so this is, it's not separate from our life. It become it is part of our life because before in the religious dimension, you had to, you know, your religious life was something you did in church or something you did as a meditation in a cave or, or someplace else or in an ashram, um, whatever practice that you were doing. But right now your life is your worship because work is worship. And work is, and activity is, and this is a time that we're in, activity, it is action, it is doing things, it is being there with people, um, being social with people, raising the consciousness level of people. And all the programs that are in place, there are reading, writing, 
councils, totalities of 18, all of them have a specific function, all of them have a different way of doing things, but the entire purpose is to get us to a different consciousness level and getting to the point of being genuine humans. Wow. Marge, thank you so much. How can people find out more about the knowledge book? And we are blasting out how they can get the chapters. So please tell us how to do that. Please call us. Um, if you're in the New York City area, we have a focal point every Saturday. Uh, we ask people to be here at 7 p.m. And basically, one of the solar teachers, um, which is part of the council, New York City Council here, um, reads a chapter of the knowledge book, explains the chapter of the knowledge book. Afterwards, we have a bit of tea and light refreshment, and we talk and socialize. So you're more than welcome if you're in your area and in this area. All right. Thank you, everybody. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. Preceding audio was via a Skype call.